With your help, we can continue to fight for freedom. This is not possible without your generosity. Join our quest for the truth and our freedom and donate today. Simply go to tntradio.live. This is the Hervoye Moritz Show on today's News Talk Radio, TNT. TNT is an independent global news talk station that does what others only say they do. TNT is a live radio and TV broadcaster that simply tells the truth 24 hours a day, seven days a week. No one in the world does what we do, crisscrossing the globe, providing credible news and opinion all day and all night in two and a half years. TNT has become a credible and exciting platform with brilliant hosts and staff. It's a critical time. And we must continue to call out the misinformation and propaganda from mainstream media and their powerful sponsors. We're now appealing to our many friends and supporters around the world to go to tntradio.live and make a small donation to TNT while we seek the right investors to continue our important mission. So please uh, hop on over, drop a little donation buy some merch i don't have my tnt merch with me uh at, at hand but yeah i'm i'm back from anarchapulco from acapulco and um that was three earthquakes in five days uh, as i mentioned previously uh, during patrick henningsen's uh, speech on wednesday afternoon i believe we we had the ground shake a bit um Maybe it was the powers that be firing off a, a do, a directed energy weapon. Then Thursday morning was the real 6 a.m. wake up call. The buildings were shaking and we were all running out of the buildings. And then Saturday afternoon, we got a, a light little, you know, shake. Uh, I was on my computer working that afternoon. And so fun times, uh, Acapulco and Anar Acapulco. Uh, we'll, we'll see what happens um, next year, but it was a lot of fun meeting everyone from david avocado wolf who's playing the drums uh a number of nights over at max egan's bar um we had max egan on guitar steve falconer uh singing the blues just a lot of a lot of fun uh getting to meet patrick addingson my tnt colleague um and other folks a lot of news uh, i can't even get to it all um you know statistically 10 out of 10 people die uh, and so Johan Galtung has passed this Saturday at, at age uh, 93 in uh, Oslo, Norway. He was the founder of Peace and Conflict Studies. I've interviewed him twice in 2017 and then in 2020 on my podcast, Geopolitics uh, and Empire. Uh, he's done some interesting, um, uh, he's authored a number of interesting books. And, you know, one of his claims to fame include i believe in 1980 he predicted that in 1990 the soviet union would collapse which it did and he's predicted that next by next year 2025 the uh, american empire will collapse so we'll see what happens there but he has left the planet uh, roger waters has called u2's bono disgusting and a s-h-i-t he says anybody who knows bono should go and pick him up by his ankles and shake him until he stops being an enormous S-H-I-T. Look, I've seen U2 10 times. I've seen them play in Ro Rome, Milan, St. Louis, and Chicago probably like four or five times. I was a big fan. I made it into the heart during their 2001 um, tour, but I, I have to agree with Roger here. Bono is, 
he's on the wrong side of history bono and his clan uh, out there when you he just recently when he spoke of navalny or whether it's he's a fan of globalism and the eu he's just got it wrong um any which way you cut it uh and a, a lot of crazy news when it comes to health <laughs> high fructose corn syrup is just as healthy as honey says social media's favorite uh doctor dr jen gunter uh who i have no idea who who that even is uh, a canadian gynecologist who has a new york times column um or sorry she's uh, i guess she's responding to a claim by mindy pels so um yeah you know ignorance is strength war is peace high fructose corn syrup is hell honey i'm absolutely insane you want to stay away from i'm not a doctor this is not medical advice but um i stay away from high fructose corn syrup um i i i i run for i run for my life from that from that stuff and when, when i'm sick i take a lot of um organic honey but wait there's more world's first genetically modified banana developed in queensland deemed fit for humans the world's first genetically modified banana developed in queensland has been approved for human consumption and commercial sale in australia the qcav4 banana was created by a team of queensland university of technology researchers who wanted to safeguard the fruit industry against the soil born fungus panama disease tropical race four great franken franken bananas but wait it gets even better scientists invent new hybrid food by growing beef inside grains of rice <laughs> as the world's population continues to grow so the, so does the strain on the environment blah 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 it's still in its infancy but lab culture to meat could be one means of easing the pressure Korean scientists have found an innovative way to make it they've invented a new hybrid food consisting of cells of bovine fat and muscle grown inside grains of rice the result resembles a strange combination of meat mints and rice of pink sticky grains but according to a team led by my biomolecular engineer um the mashup is rich in nutrition and although a little labor intensive to produce now could one day ease food pressure absolutely disgusting and as if that wasn't enough but wait there's more trans women's milk as good as breast milk says nhs trust yesterday drug-induced chest feeding liquid comparable to that for mothers when it comes to baby nourishment claims hospital and nhs trust has said that breast milk produced by men is as good for babies as that produced by mother who has given birth i wonder if i should experiment with that the next time i have a kid i really i i i See, I have nothing I don't know what else to say I mean we're just observing the insanity of clown world um yeah uh for the latest community events rallies marches festivals and fundraisers happening near you visit the what's on events calendar on the TNT website at tntradio.live stay in touch on today's news talk TNT Russia gas prices COVID mandates it just doesn't seem like anybody's doing anything about it today's news talk radio TNT in an interview with CNN over the weekend Hillary Clinton said that former U.S President Donald Trump plans to use the military to round up and terrorize Americans 
here with the story. Joining me now is TNT News producer Adam Clark, a.k.a. Ruckus. Thanks, Savory. Well, I'm an American, and that just sounds terrible. I don't want any president to round me up. What the heck is going on here? I trust Hillary Clinton 100%. She used to be the Secretary of State, don't you know? Uh, but yeah, she uh, recently uh, could not pass up on the opportunity to trash the former president, Trump, before an audience of Western defense leaders in Europe. Uh, a gathering of elite European defense bureaucrats is perhaps the only venue she remains popular. At least that's what Zero Hedge said about it. Uh, regardless, Clinton said during a panel of the Munich Security Conference, I don't know, I didn't get an invite. I'm not sure if you did her worry. Uh, but she said there uh, that if Trump enters the White House again, Again, he'll seek to withdraw the United States from NATO. That's a problem, apparently. She told the international audience that Trump must be taken literally and seriously after he, on the campaign trail, blasted NATO countries for lagging behind on defense spending. For many years, Trump has been consistent in his message of demanding alliance members fulfill their obligation of 2%. Earlier this month, Trump said he would encourage Russia to do, quote, whatever the hell they want, end quote, to NATO states that don't meet spending guidelines on defense. And Hillary Clinton says he's serious uh, in the remarks, which can easily be seen as hyperbole spoken before an enthusiastic America first crowd. Trump explained, quote, NATO was busted until I came along. Uh, this was at a rally in Conway, South Carolina. Quote, I said, everybody's going to pay. They said, well, if we don't pay, are you still going to protect us? And I said, absolutely not. They couldn't believe the answer, end quote. On Saturday in Munich, Clinton warned that as Trump seeks re-election, quote, we have a long struggle ahead of us. And the obvious point to make about Donald Trump is take him literally and seriously. He means what he says. People did not take him literally and seriously in 2016. Now he is telling us what he intends to do. And people who try to wish it away, brush it away, are living in an alternative reality, end quote. She further claimed that his prior statements are an indicator that he will seek to, quote, pull us out of NATO, saying, quote, he will do everything he can to become an absolute authoritarian leader if given the opportunity to do so. And he will pull us out of NATO, even though the Congress passed a resolution saying that he couldn't without congressional support because he will just not fund our obligations, end quote. Uh-huh. Well, she continued on with some of these rantings and ravings, speaking to Christian Amanpour, I believe from CNN, on the sidelines of the Munich Security Conference. She claimed that if Trump returns to the presidency, he'll call in the army to, quote, round up people because of the way they look, end quote. Say what? Well, it makes sense. Uh, she said, quote, they may or may not be undocumented. Ah, it doesn't matter to him. He wants to call out the army to do that, end quote. Uh, that's right. Uh, she claims that Trump, quote, wants to use, you know, the Insurrection Act to militarize American law enforcement, end quote. Uh-huh. She even managed to work Putin in there uh, just for fun. Uh, she threw that in for good measure, stating, quote, that's what he wants. He wants to bend the government of the United States to his well, to his will, just like Vladimir Putin did to Russia. Ah, OK. So, Hervori, I think we slipped into a time machine and it's 2016. Uh, but what do you think about all this hyperbole coming from her? I think Hillary should just 
you know disappear from public life she should just go back home you know maybe do some knitting bake some biscuits or something uh I don't know it's just like go uh away you know you could break down the stuff that she talks about she says she 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 um um you know says it, if you want to pull out of NATO that that's authoritarianism it's like no we should get out of NATO it shouldn't even exist NATO is itself authoritarian I listened over the weekend to Mike Benz's hour-long talk with Tucker Carlson he breaks this down how NATO and DHS and the American government is is already authoritarian and that, now they're in the process of criminalizing thought and speech just like in 1984 with George Orwell she talks about militarizing law enforcement that's been going on for years it's like what what, what is she talking about um and you know she she's the figurehead for the real you know globalist um technocratic tyranny and so she's just espouting nonsense here and you know many of us know already that you know the, the skeletons that are in the clinton family's closets literal and and figurative so it's just nonsense and you know i think there's a large portion of the populace that can see right through uh hillary clinton perhaps a majority and that's why i say it's like please just go away hillary do something else um yeah, you know, it's just uh, I don't I don't think there's anything I, th that you've mentioned that I can agree with her on. <laughs> what do you think? You don't you don't think Donald Trump is ready to just start rounding up people and throw them into camps, prison camps and kick them out of the country just because they look funny? I might I might not be, you know, singled out for that. But Harvori, if you were walking around back in your hometown of Chicago, you might get picked up and then who knows what happens to you just because of the way you look. You know, Trump Trump would do that, right? Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I don't care who's in power. There's a lot bigger problems to, to worry about than they're not going to militarize the police and then start rounding up Americans. Sorry, Alex Jones. That was so, you know, Y2K, I guess. I don't know. I don't think there's anything to this. It's just ridiculous. I think this is a sign. This is like the Democratic death throes. I mean, Hillary Clinton is just like stuck on stupid. She's ridiculous. But like I said, this stuff has been happening for a long time in my hometown of Chicago. This was uh, reported 15, 20 years ago that there, there's a black site. It's probably still there. They actually renditioned people in Chicago. See, the American government renditioned, tortured and killed them. Look it up. It's just type in Chicago black site. Um, so again, this is nothing new. It's a bipartisan deal um, in any case. And, you know, we did have under Trump, we did have the COVID stuff when they were building concentration camps, although those were mostly, I think, in Canada, in Australia and New Zealand. I don't I we, we do remember there was a CDC document where they discussed doing it in the US, but they I, I believe they, they didn't get around um, to it. So but, you know, I also wouldn't rule out rockets, the, the swinging of the pendulum to the other extreme that, that has been discussed so but anyways i think it's a bipartisan thing so i i hope you're right i hope we don't see concentration camps in uh, america all right yeah. uh yeah um all right we'll catch up with you in a bit we got ben barty of armageddon pros that substack um joining us from columbia feel free to call in we'll be right back 
TNT's Darren Denslow. Yeah, I'm talking about the illness. Actually, that has done, has been doing the rounds. Not have we only seen a, uh, a mass influx of people waving their COVID tests online. Look, I got a red line. It's like, oh my God, people are still testing. Or people, you know, trying to encourage others to wear their masks. Um, but there has been a talk of a dry cough. There have been doctors coming out saying we've seen loads of cases of that. Uh, have you been suffering from, you know, a bit of cough and flu or cold? Or COVID. Well, Darren, I, COVID. I, I just I just did my eighth test oh, and okay. um, I, I'm just going to keep doing it until I get lines and lines. Why? Well, because work's coming back up, isn't it? Digging deeper with D.D. Denslow on today's News Talk TNT. In a democracy, the majority vote rules. But in most democracies, you can only vote for change every three or four years. To understand what people want, governments and political parties use focus groups. These focus groups can include as little as 20 people. Australia is a country of over 25 million people. Does making decisions based on 20 people sound fair to you? Have your say. Be heard in between elections. Download the 4MySay app now. That is number 4, My Say. Today's news talk. News and information. TNT Radio. All right. Returning to the broadcast is Ben Barty, a roving American journalist, uh, political essayist, researcher. Uh, you can find all of his stuff uh, over at armageddonpros.substack.com, which is reposted uh, these days to many other outlets. And follow him on Twitter, X at Armageddon Pros. Como estas, Ben? Muy bien, E2. I'm doing good. I just came back from Acapulco at Anarchapulco. Uh, experienced three earthquakes. Fun times. I, I believe you're uh, you're down in Colombia. What's what's happening down there? Oh, it's uh, muy tranquilo, as they say. I know you mentioned to me uh, there's been some reporting of like murders in Medellin of uh, gringos, which is true, apparently. Um, you know, multi- you're not the only one who said something to me about. It. I probably got articles or comments from like five, five different people about it. Yeah, but but from what I've read, it seems like the the profile of these gringos, these Americans going down to Colombia, and it's already been like reaching ten uh, of them dead. Um, where they're looking for women and drugs and drinking. And they end up getting uh, something put in their drinks, uh, robbed. Uh, so they're kind of like they don't have the 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 best I- intentions. So I think if you're not doing that sort of, you know, if you're keeping your wits about you, um, you should be okay. No. Yeah, that's exactly right. Um, you know, almost all of the bad things that have happened to me have happened while I was a drinking excessively. And be hanging out with shady people, and I I don't drink at all anymore, and I don't really associate with shady people anymore. So yeah, I mean, from my understanding, it's mostly uh, guys that'll meet girls, fake girls, I guess, on Tinder, and they'll go to meet up with them, and then they'll get drugged and robbed and killed sometimes. Which uh, you know, like they say. Play stupid games, win stupid prizes. I don't, I don't know what what to say. If you come down to Colombia as a sex tourist and you meet random women on the internet, <laughs> you should expect to be robbed. 
yeah i mean it's it's sad again those stories but you know is it i it mean is, on one hand it's sad it's sad okay like people shouldn't be robbed and killed but a social darwinist might might say uh good riddance the, the, you know that was kind of my next uh, point. Yeah. And uh, you've been doing a lot of great writing. I see your stuff reposted all over the place. Lou Rockwell. I've seen our our own Patrick Henningsen on his 21st Century Wire. I think he's reposted stuff from you, Armageddon Pros, uh, and elsewhere. And, you know, a, a lot is going on. But, you know, what sort of um, what have you been thinking about lately or what sort of your pulse on what's happening in, in the Western world or geopolitically with the wars in uh, Israel or, or, or Ukraine uh, and whatnot. Yeah, there's a lot going on. I mean, we can talk about whatever you want to talk about. It's your show. Um, but yeah, you got war, World War Three has been kind of slow brewing for at least a year now. You could say longer than that. Um, yeah, this wild, wild election coming up with all the prosecutions of Trump and whatever is going on with Biden, whatever the Democrats are planning to do. I mean, a lot of a lot of this is like theater. Um, you know, I think we both understand that there's a much deeper game being played than just, you know, Biden versus Trump. But it is fascinating to watch. Uh, yeah, I, there's so much, so much going on. Yeah, I, I would agree. It's mostly theater. And, and, you know, I'm always one of the things that you've written about lately that that I'm also that's in like my top three, top five list is the advance of totalitarianism, right? Authoritarianism, whatever you want to call it, dystopia. Uh, and you recently wrote this article uh, on, on Germany, uh, as well as uh, one not too long ago, uh, related to what was happening with um, the, the MAGA crowd, which are related, but you wrote this piece just uh, today, Techno Hell, Germany announces pre-crime police unit to target uh, Fourth Reich, uh, sorry, <laughs> but it's the Fourth Reich, far right, and in the classic case of life imitating dystopian sci-fi pulp fiction, you write, the German Fourth Reich has announced big plans for, uh, again, so-called far-right extremists, and uh you know they're, they're coming out speaking against the afd so basically any opponents in the elections um they're trying to take down um your thoughts uh, on this and and some of these similar trends yeah uh it's getting it's amazing to me that the german public puts up with this that I mean, the same thing is happening all across the Western world. It's not just Germany. But yeah, the German um, interior minister, so basically in charge of the whole country, second to the prime minister, announced this uh, pre-crime program targeted. Specifically, she said that it's targeted at the far right, which, uh, you know, I mentioned in my article, it doesn't, the term doesn't actually mean anything anymore it's just anyone who doesn't go along no questions asked um like a lemming off of the cliff uh that's that's what that's what far right means now so she's explicitly said they're they're targeting far right people um specifically the afd in germany 
with a pre-crime surveillance unit. I think she called it the early detection unit, uh, which is this police force that's supposed to catch crime apparently before it happens or as it's, who knows, who knows what it actually means. Um, but like I mentioned in the article also, it's a, this is the plot to Minority Report. I don't know if you've seen that movie. It's pretty crazy. Yeah, it's an entertaining movie. You've seen it long ago. You should probably rewatch it. And, you know, today it's the AFD is the pretext. Tomorrow it's whatever you like. And, you know, I, I've mentioned previously, even here in Mexico, these plans um, are, are on the books. You know, where I live, they've got the they've got this plan in the Rockefeller Finance Resilient City that they're building is also pre-crime. And here they'll probably just say, narcos in germany they'll say afds and then the list will get longer right you you deny climate change uh you know you don't accept the green tax you 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 don't think a boy can be a girl and vice versa you you're you're in trouble and you you point out rightly in your article you say note that the governing authorities never seem to bother to investigate why so-called far-right extremism might be attractive to a growing swath of western populations and as you said it's not it's not far-right extremism it's just common senseism it's populism right they are the tyrants they've uh they're trying to turn the table tables um on on us and so this is the shape of things to come um it's coming to a city to a country near you uh real quick ben we're gonna jump to our headlines we'll be right back and now dude i have huge news i knew it, knew it. tnt radio news for TNT, this is James O'Neill. Following the death of Alexei Navalny, President Vladimir Putin's most formidable opponent, more than 400 people have been detained across 32 Russian cities. The Israeli military conducted targeted raids at the Nasser Hospital in Khan Yunus in the southern Gaza Strip on February 17th, arresting 100 suspected Hamas terrorists. Ukrainian MP Alexei Goncharenko has stated that without full NATO membership, Ukraine should consider developing or obtaining nuclear weapons as its only option for survival. The common housefly, caught in the clutches of the spider's web. Every move it makes just makes matters worse. Then, dinner time. Feast on the captivating stories, videos, and helpful information on our website. Whoa. Dinner's ready. Oh, man. Escape is futile. Just one more video. Get stuck in our web. TNTradio.live. Talking to Ben Barty. Check out armageddonpros.substack.com where he writes as well as PJ uh, Media. And we're talking about the dystopia uh, enroaching upon the West. And uh, about a week ago, you also wrote about how the U.S. Treasury Department admits targeting MAGA finances without due process. Uh, and again, that, that's another example. We were talking about the German example. Now we have in the U.S. You know, any further thoughts uh, on what I like to call the algorithm ghetto? Yeah, it just it seems like every avenue of technological control that they can exploit uh, they will, you know, the banking system in this case, in the case of the article you just mentioned, the surveillance grid, uh, social media, every aspect of the internet, you know, I, I, it was funny, like when we went to dinner in Guadalajara, you, 
refuse to use the uh, QR menu code. I think about that sometimes because a lot of restaurants here in Colombia are also the same. They don't have paper menus anymore. And you have to, uh, you just have to use your phone or you don't get a menu. That's how it works. And all everyone I know, you know, you're the only one who's, who I've ever seen just flat out refuse to use it. You know, most people just, uh, just give in and I don't know. I, more and more, I think it's this kind of like militant because it is inconvenient, you know, but at some point, you know, you, you have to stop giving into the convenience and resist. So you see, there's there's uh, a witness right there that I'm walking uh, the walk. No, it's and, true. You, I've seen you. I've seen you walk the walks. So. And I, I, I had my smartphone, uh, my surveillance device on the table, and I still tell them, told them, I'm not scanning uh, the thing. And it's absolute insanity. And, and again, I love your writing style for this piece on how U.S. government is now tracking the finances of in this case maga people but you know tomorrow it's going to be left-wing anti-war people and whatnot you say as my irish catholic midwestern grandma grandmammy used to say as she watered her petunias when life gives you lemonades you make a techno police state aimed at your domestic political opponents you also say the orwellian censorship regime is nearly beyond parody as the feds were reportedly interested not just in flagging financial activity of domestic terrorists but also of surveilling and flagging the literature they uh imbibe and you've also been focused focusing a lot on uh health issues uh the, the news before you joined uh it was crazy uh, i just read in, in um australia they've introduced genetically modified bananas uh, scientists in south korea are um creating uh meat they're growing meat within rice like fake meat within rice um the news is saying high fructose corn syrup is just as good as honey it's it's absolute um insanity and and one of your recent pieces you, you've been talking about the ozempic grift and now how children are being uh injected with um patented weight loss drugs just big pharma is 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 absolutely insane uh what, what's going on here yeah the child ozempic story uh zero hedge just republished that so shout out to zero hedge appreciate that um yeah it's it's crazy uh you know we're both american and so we've seen i haven't been in the u.s for eight years but even when i was there there were fat kids everywhere <laughs> everywhere just fatter and fatter every year and of course the reason is the diet of course it is you know the lack of exercise is a factor but the real key is all of the garbage that gets shoveled into children's mouths but the pharmaceutical industry has a solution which is an injection once a week forever Apparently, you know, when you when you get them as a kid, you have a customer for however long they live, which is probably not going to be that long, but it'll it'll be long enough to make a little money off of them. Uh, and, you know, anyone can look up the side effects of Ozempic. They're horrendous, including thyroid cancer, 
But I mean, that's just one of them. There's numerous, numerous long-term side effects. Uh, the FDA approved semaglutide is the generic name of the drug. They approved this in 2021 based off of a study that was like, I, I, I could be wrong, but it was something like 50 weeks. It was somewhere around a year. And all they did was they measured um, baseline weight and then finishing weight in the control group and then in the semaglutide group. But they didn't factor in muscle mass, which is another huge side effect of the drug. It wastes your muscles. So they they didn't even uh, quantify how much of the lost weight was fat versus how much was muscle. I suspect if they did, they would find a lot of it was muscle. There's just, and there, there were numerous other method, methodological flaws with this study, but it got pushed through anyway. And now, uh, I, I wrote a story also recently now, like wall street is just having a feeding frenzy off of this, uh, Zimpic hustle. So it's just like all the worst interests that run the United States are capitalizing and no one's going to benefit. The kids are just going to stay fat. If they do lose any weight, they're going to gain it all back once they stop. It costs like the patented form costs like over a thousand dollars a month if you don't have insurance. So I I mean I could go on and on, but it's uh I don't know how you can conclude that it's anything other than like a massive crime against humanity. No, it it is. It's a total scam. Now they're pumping cancer vaccines. Even Putin is pumping uh the cancer vaccines. Uh King Charles the third, the day the day was announced he might have cancer or something. They're they're pushing the cancer gene therapy out of the UK. It's all a scam and it's getting more and more difficult. As you said, it's it's the diet and it's, you know, they're just you go to the supermarket and the shelves are being filled with more and more junk and less and less like real food. And it's it's on the individual now to to have to have more agency. It's it's like a fight now just to eat normally. And I, I kind of experienced that in Acapulco. Uh, as well, where even in Mexico, there's just so much junk food. You go to little little corner sh- corner stores. I'd say over fifty percent is just stocked with potato chips and and um, these uh, soft drinks and and all this sort of nasty stuff. And you know what you just laid out and in your article, it reminds me of this quote from Bertrand Russell, uh, his book, The Impact of Science on Society, 1952 which is absolutely insane. 70 plus years ago, he says, quote, diet injections and injunctions will combine from a very, very early age to produce the sort of character and sort of beliefs that the authorities consider desirable and any serious criticism of the powers that be will become psychologically impossible. Even if all are miserable, all will believe themselves happy because the government will tell them that they are so. And so this is not just some random development. This, I think, has been uh, um, planned for over half uh, a century. Uh, and then you also, you know, here's just one more 
example, you you talked about how cereals now, right? Uh, Cheerios it contains an extra special chemical ingredient called chloromacat, which is seen to impair fertility and induce fetal birth uh defects and you know sometimes i'm in a supermarket and i get nostalgic and i you know i pick up the box of cheerios or something i ate when as when i was a kid and I'll, i really want some for nostalgic reasons and i look at the ingredients and I, you know it sees it says bioengineered and it says all this other stuff and then i'm like no it's not worth it and i put it back on the shelf but you know your further thoughts on uh cereals and and what's happening here yeah i think we talked about this before i also grew up eating cereal all kinds of cereal i uh, it's it's delicious it's it's awesome uh but i didn't know any better you know and, and it probably wasn't so bad in the 90s even maybe 20 years ago um but yeah if you maybe i'm preaching to the choir but anyone can if you're at the local 7-eleven or whatever it just and you're thinking about buying something turn it around and look at the ingredients list and you'll be amazed how many ingredients they can fit into like a bag of potato chips stuff you can't pronounce no idea what it is um and that's just the stuff that they have to legally list you know that's not including any whatever else like whatever other contaminants or whatever are in it um yeah, I I agree. I I do this as well. I, I'll find something that I want that kind of looks tasty, and then I'll turn the turn it over and look at the ingredients list, and just I can't in good conscience buy it. Yeah, I, I've sort of stopped um, doing that, and uh, you know, I, I, something that I haven't discussed yet, which is kind of a big deal, which you wrote about as well. Is all the fluoride stuff going on and there's two developments here there's been this lawsuit seeking to ban uh public water fluoridation which you covered but then also separately the timing is interesting i don't know if you heard that out in the uk they're planning to uh mass fluoridate the water now that would affect like millions of 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 people and it's just like it's such in your face poisoning of the masses like i've been looking at this stuff for 20 years fluoride there's no reason for people to ingest fluoride at all and it's it's toxic it harms people they say it lowers your your iq um absolute in, insanity um you know what's been going on with this case and yeah your further thoughts on the, the yeah mass it does it's not an opinion it does lower iq it does it's a neurological toxin especially for babies and you know fetuses that are developing in the womb it's totally toxic and look i'm not advocating violence okay i'm not advocating like offensive violence but people need to really understand that this is chemical warfare that the government is waging against its own people this is a chemical assault. This is medicating something as essential. Fluoride is a medication. That's what it is. They're medicating the water supply. They're not providing informed, they're not getting informed consent from the people, which is everyone exposed to this, which is required under medical ethics. You have to inform people of the benefits and the risks of any 
proposed medical intervention before you do it. And you have to get like affirmative consent from the patient, acknowledging the potential benefits and risks and moving and proceeding from there. They don't do that because they know that if the public knew how damaging fluoride was, they wouldn't, well, I want to say they wouldn't put up with it, but who knows? You know, there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of lemmings out there that'll just go along with whatever, including people that I am very close to, which is, you know, disappointing. Um, but yeah, for the people who understand, like, this is, this is warfare. It's chemical warfare. It's not, they don't, they're not using bullets or bombs yet, but it's just as lethal, if not more lethal than, you know, kinetic warfare. There's a lot of people that are going to scan that QR uh, code, but I love how you conclude. You say the question must be asked, what interest would the government have in lowering the IQ of the public at overseas? How would a lobotomized public service interests in this uh, our sacred democracy? Is the benefit merely limited to generating more MSNBC viewers? Or might there be other utilities for dumbing down uh, the rubes? And it just goes back to what I was saying earlier. Um, the onus is now on us as individuals to now you got to seek out reverse osmosis water filters, you know, whatever it is, wherever you are to get drinkable water, which is, again, becoming harder and harder to obtain the food and, and water. And I think you outlined it per perfectly. It's a chemical uh, assault. It's time for our break. The website, uh, Ben's website, again, is armageddonpros.substack.com. He also writes for PJ Media. So check out PJ Media. He was just reposted on Zero Hedge uh, as well. Feel free to call in or leave any comments, uh, questions in the chat or my email. We'll be right back. De-weaponizing weather with reality and perspective. My company, weatherbell.com, already has a hurricane season from hell predicted for the United States next year. We're expecting three to five major landfalling hurricanes. We parallel or correlate next year to 2005, 2017, 2020. Now, we've had this out since December, been speculating on what could happen with this upcoming hurricane season since last hurricane season. A lot of this is because of the climate hypothesis I've developed. And it's interesting, I'm starting to see people tiptoe toward what my company, weatherbell.com, has had out. I do think it will turn into a stampede. The current El Nino is going to collapse rapidly in the spring, reverse to a La Nina. The main development region of the Atlantic is still very, very warm, except this year, it's not as warm in the North Atlantic. Now, what does that mean? Well, whenever it's not as warm in the North Atlantic and it's warmer near the equator, it means that the heat gets to incubate, as I call it, or bunch up in the areas that are the main development region. Last year, we saw storms developing and just going up north in the Atlantic and staying away from the United States. I don't believe that's the case this year. In addition, in looking at forecasted rainfall patterns for the upcoming hurricane season, we look at the Pacific and we see that from the Indian Ocean into the Western Pacific, it looks like phase two and three of the Madden-Julian oscillation. All the major hurricanes that have hit the United States that have developed within two days of the U.S. coast since 2017 have hit in phase two or three of the Madden-Julian oscillation. So here we are in February, reviewing our forecast from December and 
We'll see who's right. This is TNT Climate and Weather Watchdog, meteorologist Joe Bastardi, asking you to enjoy the weather. It's the only weather you got. Anticipate potential delays for the morning commute. In other news, a recent government report on prescription drug pricing points to corporate mouth. Freedom of the press is about your right to know. It's about your right to be informed. Your right to access all types of information keeps us free as a nation. No, 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 no. Today, there are real threats to press freedom. And your right to know about the world around us. Look. Some threats are obvious, some are easy to miss, but they all put our way of life at risk. We must defend against all of these threats, no matter what kind of news is important to you. Justified putting American troops in harm's way. That's a great question. We must protect our right to know before it's too late. Understand the threats. Protectpressfreedom.org. Critically analyzing global affairs. This is the Hervoy Moritz Show on today's News Talk Radio, TNT. It's our final segment here with Ben Barty of ArmageddonPros.substack.com. You've also written on um, Bitcoin uh, not too long ago. You, you mentioned the year of the Bitcoin. Uh, I, don't, I don't think we discussed that last time. And, you know, that, that's definitely a big topic at Anarchapulco where I was all, all of last week. A lot of people um, in the crypto space, some people were trying... Um, some people intentionally tried not to have Mexican pesos and do crypto only, and it's not as easy. Uh, there was some guy uh, in a coffee shop down in Acapulco was asking me if if he could sell me silver or Bitcoin in exchange for pesos, and I'm kind of like, I mean, I get my silver from a certain place in Mexico, and um, I don't even really have my my Bitcoin address, and so it's like sorry dude and you know i get with some of these people i mean they're really extreme in that regard but come on get some pesos you know you're traveling why are you making life difficult for you get pesos have dollars you know if, if depending on where you're traveling um anyways what well, your, your your thoughts on on, on bitcoin uh, and crypto yeah i don't really see the issue with using pesos like especially if it's like cash you know um but that is a that is a problem uh one of my friends who i uh respect a lot in terms of like uh bitcoin and crypto he told me a, a couple years ago really the only major impediment to bitcoin being viable as a replacement currency is that it's not easily uh transactable you know for, for like day-to-day -day, like you know coffee whatever stuff people buy like on a daily basis it's not really conducive to like you know minute little transactions like that and it, it would be cool if it, if it were but i don't know i don't know why that is exactly but it's just not it's, it hasn't been adopted as like a it's more it's more of like a speculative asset slash like long-term investment and i do think it's good for that and i don't know why it's not good for um why it can't be or hasn't been used yet as like an, an everyday currency but it 
I don't see why. I don't understand why it couldn't be. Yeah, the the, the coffee shop owner was like, next year's in Acapulco, I, I will have the my crypto thing figure out, figured out. They were talking about Monero, but you know, I do have to admit, some of these people who are you know in the Bitcoin cult, I have to disagree with them where they say. Like it's it's not easy to use. You know, you got cash. You can go to your banking app and you see you, you, the money that you have. But with Bitcoin, it's not as easy. You know, maybe they have some of those apps, but you know, it sort of it's still clunky when it comes to accessing your wallet. Sometimes it's it's cold storage, and if it's not on an exchange, you know that that stuff can get lost. Uh, as opposed to you know, it's if you got cash, they're always at your bank. If you lose your phone, you can again access your bank and. And that sort of stuff. So it's not as easy to use. Um, and I, I, I like where you write, quote, everything that I hear or read about Bitcoin, I take with a grain of salt and hedge my bets with other uh, assets. And, and I do think that the powers that be, they're creating a decentralized CBDC system that's interoperable. Uh, and so I, I, I can conceive of a time where even Bitcoin can be included in this um, space. Uh, and, you know, it's, it seems like that's what they are um, building. So I don't know if you have any other thoughts on that or the, the coming economic collapse and, and uh, you know, uh, how things are, are looking in, in uh, Latin America. Yeah, I, you know, I, don't, I hesitate to make any economic predictions because I'm not an economist and it's uh, incredibly complicated. I think a lot of people who predict when the the crash is going to come or you know what's going to happen with the dollar in the next month or bitcoin even i think uh there's a lot of bs in the uh speculation business on that on that score so i don't want to predict anything uh you know but something's going to happen i mean you have all of these countries uh abandoning slowly the dollar um bricks more and more looks like a real rival to the g7 and to the dollar's hegemony worldwide uh the middle east alliances which middle east is kind of the uh linchpin for the dollar's dominance you know countries like saudi arabia that have committed to trade and uh trade oil and us dollars and other countries too for a long time that's what's really underpinned the uh global dollar they call it the petrodollar you know they're especially with what's going on now in the middle east um with israel and gaza i it's uh the alliances there are really uh sh on shifty ground so something's going to happen not sure what it is, but my advice would be diversify your uh, assets. Yeah, and, and you wrote a piece as well uh, titled Renowned Banking Analyst Predicts U.S. Dollar Implosion, Endorses uh, Cryptocurrency. Uh, and you said economists of note, Dick Bove, thinks that um, that'll be sooner rather than later i guess this collapse and he says the dollar is finished as the world reserve currency i'm having a number of guests uh say the same thing and uh, exactly a week ago i had on jeremy ryan slate and i think he really nailed it where he said quote ultimately BRICS is a plan to destroy the dollar from the perspective of they have to have a digital currency 
you have to have a digital currency to be able to have total control. So it's not, it's, the, it's really not a plan to create a second currency. It's a plan that's that's enough to devalue the one that's used globally. And sort of like when that happens, then every, you know, when the dollar declines, then everyone can introduce their digital currencies, CBDCs. And I think that's the, the, the point. It's not about replacing uh, the, the world reserve with another single world reserve, but... Uh, it's about bringing in these digital currencies uh, and, um, you know, thoughts, uh, since we're both U.S. citizens, any further thoughts with what's going on in the U.S.? Uh, I, I read in New York, I think Trump is barred from doing business for three years. I mean, just total, total, you know, banana republic insanity. Uh, I think in California, there's rumblings. The governor wanted to, um, he wants to do a constitutional amendment against to take away guns uh it's just the madness uh never stops plus the mig migrant crisis right uh, on on the border uh you know thoughts on any of these uh developments yeah i the migrant crisis is i think that is uh i mean there's a lot of it's kind of a multi-pronged um assault on what's left of the american middle class and you know any kind of prosperity that's still to be found in the u.s i think the migrant crisis is a real uh trojan horse you know you're importing by the million and i don't i feel obliged to say i'm not necessarily against you know immigration you know i live abroad i immigrate legally to this country and that country um but you know i follow the laws and i'm, I'm almost I'm also not, you know, I'm one person, you know, for example, like I lived in Thailand for many years. Thailand's a well-known, uh, you know, uh, refuge for Western expats. But even so, I, I don't imagine that Westerners are more than 1% of the entire Thai population, probably not even approaching that, probably not even close to that, you know? So there it's like the people they let in are mostly an economic net benefit. Um, they're they're legal. They're vetted somewhat. I mean, of course, like so, criminals slip by, but you do have to go through some kind of process. You have to go report to immigration. There's consequences for not abiding by their rules. Um, but all of the millions of people that they're importing into an already like economically dire you know situation uh don't know who they are there's no there these are not like uh skilled laborers it's it seems to me like a total recipe for disaster oh uh it is and if not if i'm not mistaken i think over the past year or two or three in the u.s um the population has increased um illegally right with illegal aliens by like six million or seven or eight or, or some insane uh number like that always great to chat uh ben we're out of time uh, 30 seconds tell us best place to find you on the internet armageddon pros a-r-m-a-g-e-d-d-o-n pros p-r-o-s-e dot substack dot com my stuff gets reposted to Zero Hedge often, which I appreciate because it's like a huge website now. I, I, it's like the 
in the top thousand websites and yeah. uh, PJMedia.com. Okay. We're out of time. Yeah.